0: to you from the heart of the heartland. You're listening to LifeChat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today on life Chat. I am uh, Rob Oxenford and with me today is... Kurt Till. <laughs> hey Kurt. You know, uh, today we're going to be kind of uh, delving into a topic that's uh, near and dear to my heart and that is uh, information gathering. Uh, when you're talking to a client, so using client data sheets or just asking some of those probing questions uh, to kind of get some of that information on uh, how much coverage they need and really just identify some more opportunities uh, with the client. Um, you know, sometimes it's easy to work that into when you're doing other I guess topics about home and auto, um, but uh, overall, it's just information you do need to gather. Um, and so, I guess, Kurt, did you ever find that as being a, oh, I don't know, kind of a, a struggle to get through, or did you find that as kind of easy just to kind of? Yeah, it when, when I was situation?
0: when I was an agent, I didn't use them very much. Um, mm-hmm. But when I look back on it now, it's probably something I should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you're doing the needs analysis and the data gathering, I think it brings more validity to it. Because when you come up with that death benefit Mm -hmm. number, you're actually showing this is how we came up to the number and this is why. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, you you run into a lot of people who come in the office and they're like, well, I need half a million. Mm -hmm. Well, how'd you come up with that? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Well, I saw a commercial, Mm -hmm. Kurt, so. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, and then doing the needs analysis, you know, Mm -hmm. you may need less. Mm -hmm. Or you may need more. You're not even close to your number. But... That that information that's on that sheet will 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 give you the information you need to to justify that number.
1: Well, I think I liked also how it just kind of really gave not like even the overall number, but it gave I think a little more perspective um, on uh, kind of the little things. Like I remember asking, you know, hey, um, is you know little Jenny gonna go to college? You know mm-hmm. yeah okay so are you looking to pay for that entirely or are you looking to do just pay for a portion of it is it state is it private you know and then we kind of put some of those numbers in I think it really kind of gave a little more gravity to it it's more like Not big only-
0: picture yeah. of their financial yeah big yeah picture.
1: But also I think it made him also kind of consider some of those future things. I think so many times when we, I think final expense is like best example, it's like mm-hmm. we think we're dying, well I just gotta get stuck in the ground, so what's that, like $10,000, $10, I'm good. But I think when we think about all those kind of hopes and dreams that our uh, families have going forward, whether that's school, whether that's staying in the house, stuff like that, I think when you actually put pen to paper and see some of those numbers, it kind of blows your mind sometimes. Yeah, but don't I think, think also, so much
0: about death benefit, I think know. more of like life value. That's actually a great way to put
1: it. Yeah. And I think also when you said about having needing more or less, I think it also gives you an idea of, you know, one family who says their mortgage is, say, $2,000 a month, you know, actually seeing that put for the next till the end of their mortgage versus, say, someone else who maybe is renting some place and pays like $600 a month. You know, that number is going to be so different for so other people that to say you need just an X amount. Mm-hmm. Without going through and really drilling down through each one, uh, is, is difficult. Um, but one thing I will always like to say is that when I kind of went through that and we stepped through step by step, talked through every part, and we arrived at that number, to me, it really gave me a chance to throw it back on the person, saying, "Okay, well, this is your number. I didn't, I didn't come up with six hundred thousand. Right. All the things you said you need, that's where we got six hundred thousand. And then, then I could kind of usually, I guess." Back up into uh, a premium, like, okay, so now we need six hundred thousand. What do we do with that? Is that term, is that whole life? is it doing a the most important mm-hmm.
0: thing is to find that number.
1: Oh yeah, And once mm-hmm. you
0: discover that number, then you can figure out how to pay for it
1: mm-hmm,
0: whether that's you know term permanent
1: What's well, ever going to fit their budget at that time? A yeah. little bit of both, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it also shows that kind of, I know, Kurt, you do such a good job of this, of talking to agents about being a, a, a true, true risk, risk manager. advisor. Yeah, because I feel like when they do come in and say, hey, I just got a mortgage, I need 300000 Okay, that's simple. That's an easy sale. That You're just going to fill that one out and send it in. But when you're saying, hey let's have a conversation before we just fill this out here and make sure that 300000 is all you need before mm-hmm. we kind of get too much into it. Um, and kind of working through some of those little nuances, um, because even that, that the factor times the income, you know, five, ten times the income, um, what do you currently do around the house? Do you watch the kids? What You know, your spouse is doing something else. Okay, well, now we have to pay for daycare, you know? And I think it just starts such a great conversation of, um, you know, what coverage? Do, what are we really buying this for? You know, we mm-hmm. love this person. What are we buying to cover? What are we making sure things are still you start? Take you place? Start realizing mm-hmm.
0: how how the responsibility you have of having a family. It's not just the mm-hmm. house or a car.
1: Or, or just how important a person yeah. is. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, if, you, like you if you're making a hundred
0: thousand but... <laughs> dollars a year and you pass away, mm-hmm. that's a hundred thousand dollars of income that's not going to come in. And you know, if you're thirty-five and you plan on mm-hmm. working to 65, you know, that's 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's 30 times 100,000. I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's 3 million. Math. Let <laughs> yeah. I me mean, think about it. Yeah, numbers are hard. Uh, 3 million, you know,
0: that's $3 million oh, of easy. income. That's mm-hmm. pff, wipe it off.
1: Mm-hmm. And one thing they always mm-hmm. say, too, is that, you to basically kind of retain your, I guess, your standard of living, you almost need more than that. Um, I mean, more than what that normal annual income would be just because there's going to be some additional costs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I mow the lawn at our house and, you know, my wife would probably have to hire that out. So would have to come mow. So that's an expense that's coming up every month uh, right. that wasn't there before. You know, it's those those little things where, you know, someone's fixing it, someone's not fixing it now. So now I have to look outside and that's going to cost money. But I think those client data sheets, it's, it's a great way to at least start the conversation. I know one thing that I've seen a lot of agencies do, and I, and I always think this is a great idea, is they have kind of that renewal folder or that uh, annual review folder where you, know, you put the current policy information in of, um, say, for home, auto, everything, you're gonna be sitting out with the client, and they always put either, um, if they don't have a client data sheet in there, just a blank one, but mm-hmm. if they do have one, they put a blank one with the old one and just say, hey, I want to run through this again. Make sure these are still matching up. See what's changed, you know, because maybe a kid got older and now they're in their 20s and they're like, well, I don't want, they don't need to have as much coverage because this person's out on their own. They have a job and so on. And I think it's really nice if you can go back, especially when you've had a client for, you know, heck. 20, 30 years, be able to go back and actually even show them. Hey, look at where we've kind of come from. This when we first met, you know, you had you know, two little kids in diapers, and this is what we were at, and now we're up here. Now they're in college and stuff. So now we can start reducing the amount of life insurance we need because we don't have the expenses or the amount of people we need to take care of. You know, going right. forward.
0: Yeah, because that's gonna. I think that helps the agent too. Like when you said doing those those annual reviews or six months reviews, however, however mm-hmm. they choose to do it. On why they did it, it's it's more that documentation too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're probably mm-hmm. putting it in their, their contact management system, but mm-hmm. some agents may not be as detailed as others. You know, they're not oh, writing sure. a dissertation mm-hmm. in there where they have it right there in the folder and mm-hmm. oh, this is why we did this because we mm-hmm. were trying to cover this.
1: You know, you actually make a good point there, Kurt, with the uh, documentation because I've seen a lot of client data sheets that within the last. Oh, i don't know probably five ten years to start putting that little disclaimer at the bottom now too Mm -hmm. where you know we filled it out you and i agreed that you need to have five hundred thousand in coverage and now you're saying i i really don't want to do that right now okay well i need you to sign here just just so you're not declining coverage but you're just saying that i understand that we had this discussion did talk about it and i don't want life insurance you know and then you've signed it so at least that way you also have that in the file saying hey when I get that phone call from a spouse saying, you know, how come you never talked about Well, we did, hey <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we did, my E and O, hey <laughs> so right. it shows that we did have this conversation and that, you know, even though we got to that, but I I guess. And I, I can see that down mm-hmm. the road
0: where it'd be a liability to agents. I mean oh, yeah. You know, we live in this sue happy environment where mm-hmm. you know, if a lawyer can sue somebody, it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good chance they're going to try. I don't know if they'll win, but... (laughs)
1: we've always heard that thing if it says life on the door or on the sign yep. you need to be having that conversation and i think that just covers you with this of making sure that's taken care of you know right so i, I feel like some of those sheets that you use to kind of gather that data whether it's one you get from a, a company or it's one that you actually designed yourself need to kind of make sure even that is you know checking all the boxes like am i covering myself am i covering the client am i asking all the questions um but i know Kurt, earlier we were kind of even mentioning how sometimes they can get almost too detailed it, right to the point where the client gets like lost. You know, when you hand yeah. them a 10-page packet like eh. And I think that
0: that was my problem <laughs> is that the one that I had access to mm-hmm. was super super detailed. I think it was even back and front.
1: Oh, like, yeah. Like it was just mm-hmm.
0: like way too much information. So if you mm-hmm. showed it to somebody, especially your normal person that's walking Sure. that you mm-hmm. that you're meeting with, you know, they see that much, it's it's almost intimidating. Yeah. The way to mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, that is the point so. they're like, well, I don't want to go do my taxes again. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like the whole process of it, you know, because I, I think that it, it really is just more, um, and I'm, you know, I remember when I first got in the industry way back when, you know, when dirt was new, um, I was going through and I remember I, I kind of. Be myself sitting on a desk and kind of having kind of you know, fictitious conversation to make this sheet more conversational, to not make yeah. sure, because I, I think some agents do, and this is just, I think people in general get that point where they're just reading. Okay, so what is this?
0: What is this? It's checking boxes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember kind of walking through, I'm like, okay, how could I work this into just like a normal conversation that like you and I are having right now, but suddenly, like, hey, I got 12 of these 15 questions filled out, and you don't even think I've asked a question yet.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. And I think that's kind of what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, mm-hmm. You know, those important ones, I just kind of remember, and that's kind of oh, sure. how, mm-hmm. we, how we did it. But I think having the sheet, it just makes it more official mm-hmm. type of thing.
1: Yeah. Well, kind of goes back uh, to documentation you said. Yeah.
0: And it looks very professional,
1: too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I almost wonder, too, like even if you fill it out and they sign and say, hey, I don't want this coverage right now. I do feel even when you're kind of reaching that X date and you're coming back and sitting down, it would be a good point. Pulling, hey, you said you didn't need this now. Are we ready to talk about this? Because as far as I know, we're still looking at, you know, 600000 in debt here that we still need to make sure it's taken care of. And so can we have the conversation now? Because I- I'm feeling uncomfortable every time I pull this folder out and seeing this, right. you know. And really, kind of just throw it back on them, and really make it a to-do list item for the client.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that they're just they're useful if used correctly, right? You know, I feel like, and it's so funny too because every time I see um, an insurance company coming out with this, like, well, now we've got this new interactive website. This is gonna. <laughs> Blow up the the whole insurance industry, and then you go through it. It's it's just a client data sheet that they yeah. made separate Same screenshots it's for. Just digital I'm like, like nothing's different. I'm like as much as we change this industry, there's still things that just don't change. You're still gonna have to ask the question. <laughs> You're still gonna have to answer. Still, answer. Move forward, yeah. Right. And also, things was, still cost money. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking too. You know, when you fill that out, I think that also covers a lot of questions you sometimes get back from underwriting of like, hey, why do they need this much coverage? Well, mm-hmm. I got the sheet here that says this is what they need. So I think it's just it's just one of those tools that everyone needs to have in the folder there. So, And I noticed,
0: too, when um, – so one of the guys I worked with when I was an agent, uh, he mm-hmm. was really good at using them. And I noticed in his meetings, too, with clients, um, having that piece of paper always kept him on track. Mm, mm-hmm Where you weren't getting sidetracked with you know conversations, sports about, everything, yeah, and how what mm-hmm. you came to discuss. <laughs> um, so it always kept him on track, and it always helped mm-hmm. him control the meeting.
1: Ah, okay, I like that. I like yeah. that. It does, it's a little bit of a leverage there, saying, "Hey, right. we can talk about that, but I need to get through this sheet before we can really Correct. get into you know who touched down last night." You know? so. mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: and I, I always thought that was a big part uh, meeting with clients, mm-hmm. is, you know, that control of the meeting. And mm-hmm. I thought that helped, a hundred percent.
1: Well, if you, you if you retain control of the meeting too, that mm-hmm. you have a little bit more control of there being a yes too. You know, um, if you're be- making sure the conversation is staying on track and you're directing it the way that mm-hmm. you're getting the right information out there, that the client's not leaving with you know big question marks in their head. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that's really. Uh, to have so
0: <laughs> and, and I think when, when we say control the meeting we don't mean like oh we're trying to make a sell I just think it's more of that professional hey this is what we mm-hmm. came here to talk about let's get mm-hmm. get down to it I'm not trying to waste your time I know you got things to do things like exactly that. that's what that's what we mean when we talk yeah. about controlling the meeting yeah being. Did you guys know me I'll time, start talking yeah. about <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey you ever
0: notice the yellow color of this uh, <laughs> post-it note <laughs>
1: It's fantastic. Yes. The lines, the symmetry. Wow. It's <laughs> no, and I completely get that. It's that, that I think that shows that respect to the client. You know, right. they're not coming in just to be sold, or you're being respectful of their time. And like, you know, I used to have a um, uh, agent I worked with who was big on that. Uh, he would tell him, "I'm coming in for twenty minutes." and I'm mm-hmm. leaving at 20 minutes. So if it comes more than that, we'll do another meeting. But I'm just, and a lot of clients took comfort in the fact that they knew that he was gonna come in, do exactly what he was gonna get done in that time frame, and then leave. So they knew that they just right. had to get through 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> and I think too, he w- another good thing this guy did mm-hmm. uh, is when he was talking with the clients, You know, he'd always tell them, this is how I do this with everybody. So yeah. you know, mm-hmm. client comes in, whether they're worth $10,000 or they're worth mm-hmm. $10 million, they're being mm-hmm. treated the same way. They're being asked the same information.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Just the numbers will be different.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or and that Priorities will just, be different. Mm hmm. Well, then also the agents get used to using that same process time right. and time again. You're just going to get more used to it. And I think exactly. that's the biggest thing is practicing with not only your clients, but practicing with yourself, but just really walking away with the client, feeling that they've given you all the information mm-hmm. they need to make a sound decision and you have all the information to give them the right advice. Keeps really. you both on the same page. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that's a. Okay. Uh, the wonders of a client data sheet, uh, I think uh, it's great for gathering information, and um, you know, if you have any questions or want to even get a copy of ours, we can send that out to you. If you ever want to reach out, feel free to email us at uh, communications at emcnl.com, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, everybody.